Do you have an active sex life? PrEP is a once-a-day pill that prevents HIV and is now available at the Livewell PrEP Clinic on the south side at the Hub. PrEP is safe for men and women who have active sex lives and want to decrease their chances of contracting HIV. For more information about PrEP and the Livewell PrEP Clinic, call 205-324-9822 or go to www.gcbham.com and click on appointments. Or if you just need to get tested, call us. To the ep- this newest episode of Thank Her Different Day. I'm already mad. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we Can all I... are mad. What you gotta do? Is that supposed to be Thank Her Different Yes. Okay, yeah. sorry. We got yeah. some new stuff, y'all. I'm always mad. Uh-huh. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see quite right, though. I know we can't make our faces. <laughs> <laughs> Tony has blocked us. Blocked. He's a hater. <laughs> like, we have oh these computer screens in front it. of our faces. <laughs> okay, so. Right, I thought we had some of the monocles when I first got yeah, here. Yeah, I was like, we're going to be watching this one. That's going to be next. We're going to expand the hitch. But look, okay, so um, mm-hmm. how's y'all week been? So how was weekend? What you do this weekend? Oh, I didn't do anything. I recuperated from the prior week. As most people who listen to this podcast know, I was partially present on the last <laughs> podcast because <laughs> I was just having a hard week. So, um, <laughs> when I tell you, you wait <laughs> I, I could not recall many things. <laughs> well, I, I was like, you don't remember the letter you wrote about the best thing? Uh, nope. I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> and I'm still having trouble trying to recall. We went down to Florella, Alabama to do this testing. And we were in, uh, we had stopped in Montgomery. Wait a minute, where y'all went again? Florella, Alabama. Oh, okay. Literally on the, on the border of Florida and Alabama. It's like Florida, Alabama. Yeah, like, pretty much. Okay. But look, I was thinking, I was listening to the podcast in the car with Miss Devil. And I got to the part when I, when I was asking Quanah about that goddamn thing. I had to call. I'm like, bitch, you don't know any of this. I'm sorry, guys. If y'all could have saw her face, she was, she was so serious. I was. I was questioning my own. I literally had no damn clue what the hell he was talking about. And they're looking at me like, are you serious? I'm like, I'm sorry, but right now I just. I am mad. So, um, so a lot of foolishness going on. You know, we just had the whole controversy with that Boston John thing, and people had their various opinions on that. Right. So now we got another police officer just went to somebody's house and shot him in Fort Worth. Well, he didn't go in the house. Well, he shot through the window. He shot through the window. So, let me, let me, let me say this. They went in the house afterwards. My problem with this is the fact that it seems like we are... How about let's tell what happened. Yeah. Okay, okay, just in case y'all are lost. Because you could be living under a rock. Yeah. It's possible. So just in case you're lost, there was a uh, woman in Dallas, in Fort Worth. Her neighbor was kind of concerned about her because it was late at night and uh, her door was, was open. 2 o'clock in the morning. 2 o'clock in the morning. 2 30, I think. Well, it was late. It was after 2 o'clock. Right. Yes. And um, the neighbor decided to uh, have the police come do a, a well a well search, a well visit. He called the non emergency number. Non emergency. He did not call 911. Didn't call 911. Just like. Hey, no. y'all come hey. check because my neighbor's lights, all the lights in the house are on and her door is open. It's 2 in the morning. So, via the body cam of this motherfucker, literally walks up to the house and. What is that? Uh, they were searching outside. outside. They were ra- around the perimeter of right. the house searching. And then I guess they saw movement in one of the windows. In the back one. So in the the officer that did the shooting was in the backyard. They right. never went. They haven't. Um, and they said they can't verify that they ever actually went to the door. Because mm-hmm. none of the um, body camera footage shows them going to the door. Mm-hmm. The um, officer that made contact was actually in the backyard. And he was flashing his flashlight or whatever, and then he saw um, her move in the um, or someone. Well, he saw. Well, he, he saw. He saw her moving in the house, and that's when he yelled. But I mean, when we up. say he saw her, it's indicating well, that he saw her. That's why I'm saying well, he saw. He her. saw movement. Well, we know in the end. <laughs> That's why you go hit the table. I was moving my hands. <laughs> so I talk with my I hands. I get you. I get you. Sorry. He didn't know. He necessarily saw her, but he right. saw he, he saw, saw movement. someone right. moving, yes. and um, he immediately said. Hands up. hands up, hands up, and then he didn't even shot. say it twice. Uh, I think he said it twice. He said it twice. And then two seconds after he said it, he, he didn't. Shooting. Yeah, he immediately said it after up, 
It was pow, pow, pow. <laughs> well, he only shot if there, one time. If, if there were, uh, no, he shot more than one time. Yeah. He I shot more than one time. Okay, if no, there he were, if, if there were any seconds between, I, I would pay somebody to find more than a, a half of a second between the last up. They say he said it twice. I only heard it one time. But I'm going to go with twice. Put your hands up, put your hands up. Because all I heard was put your hands up, pow, pow. Pow, maybe a third pow. I know I heard more than one pow. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about literally put your hands up, pow. Like there is no space for you to put your hands up. Yeah, there, yeah. And so there. Let uh, me see your hands, what he said. <laughs> let me see your hands. Let me see your hands. Let me see your hands. And so um, since then, since the actual shooting has happened, the. Um, oh, no, let's go back to the tape. So then, like, I was looking at something and they were showing where the woman had a gun, but this is her house. You can have a gun in your own goddamn oh, house. Yeah. Yeah. But they were trying to say, well, he saw he saw a gun. He saw a gun. Well, no, they they said didn't see they didn't say he saw a gun. They said that there was that she had a gun. Right. Well, That's they, how they tell saying, the story. Yeah, he was saying that he felt at um. What how would they always say? I never they, saw like, a they statement from him. Well, that's what the um people because he's not cooperating. That's what well, I was going to get I to. didn't see any. I haven't seen a statement from him. So <laughs> he didn't. No he resigned but, now, he, So he, he resigned. Did resign. They said they were going to fire him anyway, but he resigned. Yes, he and should. they're part of the reason they were going to fire him is because he's not cooperating. He shot Oh, he should. I mean, what, yeah, what, is, what is he going to do? What are you gonna yeah. even, uh, even on any end, even, you know, with the internal investigation right. part, you know, when you yeah. talk to your. Because there's really nothing for you to say. I mean, the video shows it all. You literally shot this person without. Any type of opportunity Nothing. for the person to comply with your command, like the point of giving a command as a police officer, is for the person to comply. But if you don't even give them an opportunity to, right. uh, to comply, if what else even, could you do? If I don't know that you're a police officer, you might I don't be know, somebody but in my thing, backyard trying to rob me with a flashlight. And you don't even know that that's a suspect. Yeah, you, you knew don't know nothing. Anything. You knew nothing. You so, were outside. You knew nothing. The um, her brother, her brother is actually in the navy, and he made a statement, and he was like, you know, even with us, and in this situation, you have stuff that you're supposed to do. Right, like, he didn't do whatever. I, like he did so, none of. I can't believe there was any type of training that he followed. <laughs> but here's the thing, though, and this is something that we <clears throat> have to be kind of mindful of. One, I think nationwide, the way that we train police officers needs to change. Like, why do we have to teach them to shoot to kill? You can hit a motherfucker in the knee and put him out. Yeah. Like, why do you have to shoot to kill? And the other thing is, why are we always shooting black people to kill? Well, this is the problem I have with this 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 part of the story. This part of the narrative, I should say. Is, at no point anywhere in this story, did anybody say the neighbor who I watched, who felt horrible oh because, God. I, I mean, it, so it was heartbreaking to watch him oh, because he felt responsible. He's like, who do you call? Like, if you can't call the police, he's like, I feel like if I hadn't called them, she, she would be the, alive. And he's right. And he's right. But, that's not but it's not, fault. it is not his it's fault. But how could not you not feel some type of way about it? My only thing with the narrative that, you know, we run it, we run it, we really just do, is that at no point did he ever say that he called and said his neighbor was black. Mm-mm. He never said that. No. So this narrative that we are running with is this white cop shot a black person. And I say this white cop didn't know who the fuck he was can, shooting. Can I push back on you for that a little sure. bit? Sure. Because of, I'm, I'm reading read this book now called uh, Why All the Black Kids Sitting Together in the Cafeteria. Okay. And I'm just in the first parts of the book. I think I'm still in the prologue. Mm-hmm. But it's talking about how with redlining. So like before, and this is this is like a whole 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 bunch of prehistory. Mm-hmm. So like with redlining, redlining was more than what we think about. People just drawing a line saying black people live here, white mm-hmm. people live here. Mm-hmm. Literally, uh, li- real estate agents would risk losing their jobs and their license if they sold to black people in certain neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. I've been to Fort Worth. Fort Worth is just like Birmingham. There are very few, um, uh, what I'm trying to say, mixed neighborhoods. Neighborhood. And I thought about that. I considered that. So, However, but that's like, an assignment that we're making. I, I know it's I'm, an assignment I, that we are it, making. But it's a reasonable. If one, if one of my neighbors, but we don't know who he is or where he lives. 
We don't know. Let me let me say this. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying I, 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 when, when we're I, going with I, I, this narrative, I, 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 because I, I, even if the I assumption is that there's somebody black, I my thinking is this is how I feel about this, and it's hap it happens so much. I don't necessarily feel it's just like um, the shoot to kill is not the the, the 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 major problem. The fucking police are afraid of us, like literally afraid. Like yeah. they are. This this is something you do out. Of, you didn't do that just because your ass was scared. Wait it's up. the same way that Alton, um, that um, the dude got shot in the car with his with his what? with his with his girlfriend what? with that baby in the car. Wait, wait. That police officer was terrified. So, Philando Castile. Philando Castile. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just said, hold on, girl, I, you just said that he didn't know what color she was. Uh huh. But then you said that he no, was but afraid I'm, of I'm I'm going with your narrative that okay, okay, he knew okay, that okay. it was a black neighborhood. Okay. Or just assume. Or assume right. that it was a black right. neighborhood and it had to probably be a black suspect if something was going on. But why would he think something was going on? This was not an emergency call. It was still a call right. that this person made saying this looks like something it happened. Like, like something it's in and, and, and obviously <laughs> in your suspicious. in my mind when I hear that, I'm thinking burglary. Because if this man called but the police. This is not something that's common for mm -hmm. this neighbor. Neither so otherwise, he never would have called. And later on, he thought about, hey, it was a cool night. So mm -hmm. that's why they had... Cause the well, front even the, that is, the I think, an assumption. Because no, who they, the fuck opens the door? Me. Did they say that? Yeah, that's what later on, you know, when they um, was doing the interview, he said it was a cold, it was a cool night. This uh -huh. had been hot, so it was a cool Yeah, like, but we don't know the that that's why no, they had that, the door. Well, we don't know, but that's what part of the, uh, the, 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 the neighbor. Yeah, the like, neighbor. That's what the neighbor was saying. That's and his later assumption. On, after he, you know, okay, thought about the little. Stuff. I just be wanting us to deal in truths and facts. <laughs> because, again, when he called. <laughs> he, he, he did not know. His assumption was it looked like some shit going on over here. Somebody could be breaking in her house. It's two o'clock in the morning. All the damn lights on, and the doors are open. So let me call somebody to go mm -hmm. check. And so my thing is not to just immediately jump to, um, the whole like I, I don't even I'm, really I'm, know how to express how I feel about it because when you're watching that video and seeing what he did and how he did it. He didn't know who the fuck, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could say it's reasonable to assume he thought the person was black. It's reasonable to assume he thought the person that was moving was breaking in. I don't even know how you see to shoot. Like, how could you even first, see you outside? First, he should, should have been shooting. He should have been shooting from outside. The other thing is, I, there are a lot of police officers who I think are too fucking afraid, too fucking cowardly. They, to be that's on the my point. Board. It's like, like if you, you have jittery, that type of fear, right. you need to find something else something to do. Else, be a fucking librarian. I don't care what you do, but officer. you need to put the fucking gun down, take right. the uniform off. I agree. I, agree. I understand that fear is reasonable because mm. they are facing things that we can't imagine. And, I, and I'm with you, and part of the fear comes from we are afraid biases of and are, all that well, because when we, I say that we are afraid also when when an officer is pulling over somebody especially somebody of color and we had a lot of stories you know well um guys like do I need to get out of the car do I need to, so they're going against both sides of the thing they scared as hell I'm scared as hell though and it, it, and, and we also we have to be realistic that <clears throat> black people are afraid of black people Oh, yeah. There's a lot of places that I ain't going oh, at going. a certain time of the night, maybe not at some there. time of the day. <laughs> but you're also so, not a police officer. However, this is what I'm this is what I'm saying that by the the, the the fear that comes from because even my own fear is based on bias in some instances mm -hmm. because there are places that I I, ain't, I haven't chilled and kicked it at a certain place to know hey this place is violent or this is a place I shouldn't go. That's something I've heard. That's something that's been instilled in me. It's certain mm -hmm. places that you don't kick it with. It's certain, it's certain places that you don't go. So the same things that I am fed <laughs> and that I hear, they have the same fucking biases and they are coming from a different, especially for non-black officers, are coming from a different perspective. So reasonably fear I understand. But when you are so fearful that you cannot be um that you can't do your job in the way that you that you should that i'm sure that you were trying because i know ain't no goddamn training told him to do we no he was no that was no training at all no the other, the other thing is i still don't think that this whole shoot the kill thing is something we should be doing uh also not in every situation not in every situation especially when you don't know if the person has a gun or you know that they don't yeah. have a gun like there have been and and I think that, I think we're all kind of like suffering from like a collective PTSD. For sure. I mean, honestly. For sure. Because like, and it's 
it's it's and sometimes it may not be totally logical, but it's reasonable to assume that as a black person, your risks are increased for being killed or hurt by the police and so on. Because like my whole thing is this: that man right now is like her neighbor is going through all kinds of fucking regret I because I called the police hoping yeah. that I could see make sure my yeah. neighbors are right. These bitches come over here and kill them. But yeah. then it's like, well, what the fuck do we do? Who is helping us? Who the fuck do we call? Yeah. If you're black and you need some help, who the fuck do you call? Because you damn sure can't call the goddamn police officer. And I'm gonna call them. Right I'm gonna call them. Well, yeah, and that's. And so that's. I mean, you have to call them, but I mean, it's, it's you take your life in your hands. You you do. It's real, that's would, the part that. That's the part. <laughs> right. That's the. That's shit. the second part of it. Right. Because who else do you call? You have to. Like, yeah, I mean, I but yeah. I mean, every time you call, like literally, like even with like barbecue, Becky, and the rest of them bitches, mm. like literally, when I feel like when white people call the police on black people unnecessarily, you should be in charge with attempted murder. <laughs> ain't no telling what the fuck. Oh. I think that the people that made the phone calls, like in Alton Sterling's case, the Philando Castile case, I feel like you bear some responsibility for calling the police and something popping off. Because Even the guy that there was a video that was um, posted on Facebook where there was a uniformed black officer went into the tax office to pay his taxes. Right. Had his gun. He was in Texas. Because he's in uniform. He can't take his fucking gun off. So he goes in there and they tell him, Mind you, in goddamn open carrying ass Texas, what? Why you can't wear all the like time? you can't have your firearm. So he like, okay, I'ma leave. So as he goes to leave, the security officer, white of course, comes out, gun drawn on him. Like you can't hear the 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 conversation, but they're telling you what he what they're saying, and the man is like narrating, like saying this is what happened. And you can see the off the security guard. I mean, he is all like this with the gun and yelling at him and whatever. The black man just as calm as a damn cucumber trying to press the elevator. Because this is a small office. Like, you get mm-hmm. off the elevator, the office is right there. He just trying. The man blocking him from getting in the elevator to leave. All of this. Mm-hmm. And the person that called said, we have a man that showed up here with the gun and he won't leave. This is what they said. They never one time said he was a police officer. Never. Mm-hmm. So when the police show up, they like looking like, what the fuck? what's going on? Yeah. So when this explained to them what's happening, the security guard gets arrested. Because your ass literally <laughs> held that you kept this man from getting on the elevator to Damn leave. Y'all called in. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad it ended that you way. Know? But, I, was but I do feel like, and, I, and I, there were some comments, and there were some people that were like 911 operators and stuff like that, and they were saying sometimes the person calling does not have the vantage point or like all the information. So it's a sticky situation. However, I feel like you need to be responsible. Like when I call the police and I call them out, I ain't lying, I call them all the time. Anything I seek out of order, I'm calling. Mm-hmm. I, I do. Now, I, let me just say this. I, I do. Like, I, I, what else are you going to do? We have I do. to call them. You I know, do. That's what I think about crime in communities. Like when you have communities where there's a lot of crime, a lot of time that is just because people would not call the police. Yeah, and, and I don't have a lot of crime in my shit. community, but when I see something out of order, I will call them. Police. But <laughs> when I call the police, I'm very intentional about what I'm right, saying. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I'm very intentional about my description of what I'm saying the problem is, where the street is, if I feel like it's panic or alarm. I'm very intentional and about that. you, but most people, when, they not. Call, when they're calling the police, I'm telling you where I am, this way. And, it's a niggas over when, here. And when or they're asking or half of the story. Yeah, and when they're asking you questions. Right. I, well, I just get somebody over, you know, they're not. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes we can be the problem. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And it's crazy. I had a comment. I, I was um, talking to a police officer yesterday. This was totally, I didn't think about it to just now. And sometimes we can be the problem because she patrols and she patrols um, in areas that I know. And we, we were asking her about, you know, calls and different stuff. She said, you know, if it's um, something I need to go to, I'm going to go right then. But if you're calling me about somebody fighting um, in the road, some kind of, you know, whatever. There is not said, an emergency. She said, I'm going to drive around the block a few times. Mm-hmm. And because, I mean, she does that because, not because it's not an emergency, but experience has shown them if she shows up. While it's hot. While it's hot, they're going to all turn against her right. just because she's there. Yeah, right. And yeah, right. she's coming yeah. to, you know, so... You, sometimes we are. And like I said, there are a lot of things that, as 
civilians we don't know and we don't understand. Right. Mm-hmm. For example, in the Botham um, John case, when um, everybody was posting that ignorant ass meme showing Botham hugging Amber, the judge hugging Amber, and the and the guard stroking her ha- with her hands <laughs> in her hair. My cousin and I were having a conversation about it, and she was like, because I was like, I don't know what that was about. But this is how I process that. I don't understand that. I don't know why you but would do that. And she said, I asked somebody who was in law enforcement, I asked a police officer, what mm-hmm. the hell do you, why would she be doing that? And she said the person was like, they probably were checking her before they put a, you know, sent her back. Mm-hmm. The goddamn judge gets on damn Tamara Hall and goes through the, 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 the incident and explains because we can't hear shit, mm-hmm. but we can see the fucking video and you see the clips. She explains that that guard was checking her because they couldn't send her immediately back. And it so was they the had same to, guard that was doing this. So she had, had to, to do go through her hair. And if you look at it, knowing that based on what she said, then it makes sense. But we just had memes fucking talking about this lady combing her hair and she a slave and, and slave mentality, all this shit. Well, and I'm a, just like, that, that's stupid. But- from a different, <laughs> what I'm saying from our vantage point as civilians, not knowing all the things that go into the things that law enforcement have to do, it's some stuff to us that's cut and dry and confusing. Mm-hmm. To them, it's, you know what well, I'm saying? You need to ask questions if you don't know. Because I saw, I saw one of your comments about what the judges did. Yeah. And I still feel like that was inappropriate. Okay. Because my whole thing is, unless your ass got a stack of little green Bibles in your office that you're giving to everybody to come through that bitch, that was inappropriate. I don't, and, I don't, and and judicial. I, I, we should be a a religious judicial organization. Mm-hmm. And I and I I just personally a, 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 say that again. A we should religious. be a what? So like we should be a religious. Right. However, we put our hands on the Bible and swear ourselves in. Or in or, but nine times out of ten, you, yeah. And, but, but that's and, what okay. we have. I'm but, just saying. But my my problem. We my problem. Yeah. But my problem <clears> there is. Unless you're doing that for everybody who comes through, who want, who want, does everybody now want she, it? Now but, she does. Hug, she that's one thing that came out. She hugged a lot of her. Um, she also hugged his mother yeah, hugged, and his family because people don't tell the whole damn yeah, story. You just get the clips. And this she is, asked her for the Bible. She did. I, I, I saw that. I saw that was the, I saw and, and just in case you have not seen it. Because the people who share the bullshit do not come behind it and share the truth. <laughs> so the motherfucking truth is, the goddamn judge out of her own mouth said, and if you watch the video, watch the damn video, when he is apologizing, he asks, can he go down and hug her? She said, yes, He's he walks down to hug her. You can see the judge in the background crying from the bench. I was crying watching the motherfucking video. I was watching him speak and say what he was saying because it was just genuine emotion coming from him. Now, if you can't get with that, I don't know what the fuck, but that's how I feel. She felt how I feel. <laughs> so when she went down to, he hugged her or whatever, she went over, she said that um, she was telling her, you know, that, she, that if her life could be she, mean she, she was telling her that she should try to forgive herself so that she could live a purposeful life. Yeah, they're right there. And she, she said that Amber said to her, do you believe my life can still have purpose? Do you believe that God will forgive me? And she said, yes. And she said, she told her, you know, yes, he will forgive you. And then Amber said, you know, you know, but I don't even have a Bible. Like how, you know, like she was like, I don't even know where to start. So she then went to her chambers or wherever and got a Bible and gave it to her because she said she didn't have one. And she said these words. She said, I did not want to lose Amber Geiger is what she said. Coming from the perspective of someone who is of faith and who is of the belief that a person, a human being, if you claim to follow Christ, is worthy of a forgiveness and that at that moment, she said at that moment, I could not refuse her. Like I couldn't just walk away from that Mm -hmm. in that moment. And so, to me, that's the type of judge we all would want to encounter, I think. So, I don't give a fuck if she got no damn Bibles to give to her. I don't want no fucking Bible. I got one. But for the people who don't, for the people that maybe you can save, maybe she can get out and do something meaningful with her fucking life, because she probably ain't going to do it for five years that y'all mad about. True. And, and I've already said that 
That's not a problem for me. The problem for me is over sentencing in this country. We think people supposed to get sentenced to fucking eighty years and shit. That's, that's just, not. No, no. That's, that's just black people. No, no, no. That's um, just, the only that's, people, that's, the people who get over sentenced. That's in not this just black people. Is black. People. It's not it's just black people. It's overwhelmingly black people. This country. It's, it's overwhelmingly black people in the population prison population. Period. So any numbers gonna be skewed towards us. However. Over sentencing in this country is the problem. So when everybody's talking about, oh, it should be more this, more that, we already issuing out twenty fucking years for somebody stealing a goddamn or life for somebody stealing a hundred fifty dollar goddamn coat. Just bullshit. So that's the problem, problem that, that we need to address. A lot of people that have issues, especially older people that have issues with it now. In the nineties, when they were put them in jail, put them all in jail, get that off the street, you know, no, no. Because then everybody it, thought that was the answer. That was the answer, and we yeah, beat Joe. Not. Well, it we beat Joe Biden up and everybody else for yeah. it, but that's the same thing that your and people still say it now. And they still say it yeah. now. I so I, I, let me just say this: yeah. I I believe in redemption. Mm-hmm. You can't have it both ways now. No, uh, wait. <laughs> you can't do redemption when you get ready. You can't have redemption when you get ready. I didn't interrupt you. All right. I, I believe she in did get redemption. Word, no, I, no, I'm no, just saying. saying. I, I, she gave us I, I, I believe in redemption. Mm-hmm. I also feel like that she's not ready to even admit what she did just yet. The fact that they even lost this whole defense, and I know we have a right to a defense, but the fact that they were trying to do all this stuff, just bitch, just admit you went in here and killed the man, and she should have just thrown her ass on the mercy of the court, and let, I would have felt better about a lighter sentence if that had happened. Yeah, but you tried to, said, you tried to, you tried to defend, you tried to defend this bullshit. Yeah. And I stuff. feel like that about every day. Well, I mean, I'm not, we're not talking about, we're talking about her. Yeah, uh-huh. we're, her. we're talking about her. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I, 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 yeah. One of my biggest things about people in general is we do not take responsibility for our shit. And y'all have heard me talk about this several times. From motherfuckers get mad at McDonald's because you don't waste some hot coffee on you mm-hmm. to goddamn children eating Tide Pods. Like, what the fuck are you eating Tide Pods for? Why are you going to sue Tide because your child is some fucking whiskey idiot. pods now. Right. But my, oh, my thing is, <laughs> my, my thing is, when people are genuinely remorseful, mm-hmm. and I don't know. And I don't know if she was remorseful for killing her. It was the fact that her pasty white ass finna go to jail. <laughs> that's the that's the and, and, and I just don't think that that was the time. I'm not saying that it can't happen or it shouldn't happen. I I just think it was inappropriate that that was the time they chose to. It's just like them um, police officers taking that goddamn. Uh, serial killer who killed all the black. No, 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 no. That's no, not the same no. thing. It's just like they're taking that motherfucking Burger King. That's not the same thing. You wouldn't have taken no black person to no, motherfucking Burger King. No, they wouldn't, but that is not the same thing. How is it not? Did he ask for a Bible? <laughs> Did they have anything to do? You're Burger talking King. about a level of Burger inappropriateness, but that's inappropriate Bur- to Bur- you. Burger King. And Bible. again, it's not your time. You can't say when somebody should be forgiven. And I'm I not- can't look for me when I look at the bitch. I don't feel like she has given her due penance. That's how I fucking feel about this shit. How fucking ever, I'm not Amber fucking Geiger. And I got them showing God. And so I tell you this. When I'm apologizing to a motherfucker, you can either take that shit or you can stick it up your ass. Whichever one you want to do. Because if I apologize to your ass and you feel like you don't want to take it or you don't believe me, that's on you. All she can do is stand up there and say, I'm sorry, I feel like this. I might not believe the bitch. However, however she feels inside of herself, that's up between her and whatever guy she's serving ain't up to me. And it's not up to you and anybody else. (laughs) I'm going to say this and we're going to go to a commercial. Say it and we're going to go. I wonder if everybody would have been mad if the judge would have said, just bitch, fuck you, you going to hell. I don't think that was appropriate. <laughs> they would have had a fucking cow. Let <laughs> you know what else they would not have had a cow about? If she was black. <laughs> Good day, we're going to <laughs> Do you have an active sex life? PrEP is a once-a-day pill that prevents HIV and is now available at the Livewell PrEP Clinic on the south side of the hub. PrEP is safe for men and women who have active sex lives and want to decrease their chances of contracting HIV. For more information about PrEP and the Living Well PrEP Clinic, call 205-324-9822 or go to www.gcbham.com or click on appointments. Or if you just need to get tested, call us. They don't know you when they shoot them from outside the window. Right. They do. So, uh, when the heat hurts, you got one window. <laughs> <laughs> 
Welcome back to Same Crap Different Day. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Um, that was a pretty heated little conversation. I told him I'm not like Derek. I don't carry grudges. I don't, I'm not going to carry it over to, to the next thing. I'm done with that. <laughs> he probably would have carried the grudge had we had another segment. No, that we just have segment. strong feelings on both sides, and that's yeah. fine. And that's okay. That's the point of this. That's what I like. That's what I like. We're, we're sure you guys have different perspectives. That's what I, that's what I like about you, because you like me. I don't give a fuck what you think. I know. I, I feel how I feel. Think, you know, what, 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 what that's why I was saying that time. I don't but the you thing is what? what makes me mad is when it's unreasonable. His feelings are unreasonable. I mean I get I, they it. come I from the truth. Now when people talking some just some wild shit, I'm just like you just <laughs> so, so you know, you know the other thing is like I like being older than y'all, like mm-hmm. I've experienced racism in different ways than y'all. We know and it comes out of you a lot. Oh uh, yeah, it does. And what's crazy, even that crazy, but um like my co worker Marvin, we have he is he's from Selma, right. which and so oh, Lord, when we uh, and so when it. we have conversations like this, his perspective is totally, totally different yeah. from mine because he's although he's younger than me, <laughs> his experience with but, racial right. but now is, so like yeah, like y'all probably always went to all black schools too. I did. See, and being going to a white school and I went to an HBCU. I went to black schools, but I was with the white church because I was always doing stuff with. Well, when I, I started. High, well, when I school. started, I wasn't. I started out at Pleasant Grove, and then I went to Garewood for Man, two years. So I was so with the white people that. in the beginning. However, when they switched us over and said, y'all niggas can't go to school without children no more, I had to be bussed across town. <laughs> across the project. You like Kamala Harris. You was that girl. I was that girl. <laughs> I had to be bussed. That girl was me. <laughs> okay, so look. So, um, so we're going to move into this second segment. That <laughs> There have been so many, there have been at least two stores that have been locally here in Birmingham over the last mm, three or four weeks that really pissed me off. This store has pissed me off because, because of grown people and they fucking bullshit. They put this baby's life at risk. Yeah. The other one was... The woman who got shot about two weeks ago in Bessemer, she was riding around with her son, uh-huh. and somebody tried to do a drive by. Here's my thing with that. I told hey, him to ask her damn son. You know, you know what shit. your children are doing. Hello. You know what your children are doing. <laughs> and let me just tell you this. I'm not finna be riding around in the car with my child if I think he's selling drugs, because you just never know what somebody's doing. That was the ass. first thing when I saw that headline. Yeah. She was shot riding in the car with her son. I said, well, she asked her son who shot it in. And the one thing just from, you know, being in the hood and being around the hood people, some hood people, sometimes mama in on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, hello. Mama, that's what we did. I don't know if she is. I bet her son knows who shot her. Mama might have been the one they were trying to hit. I mean, and I don't know. Say, and this is, this, that was my immediate reaction this, when I read this, that. This, 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 this shit actually found a way. I had a member of my family who was working at the prison, actually got arrested for tra- trafficking drugs in, in out, got arrested. It happens more often than people know. Right. And. One of his best friends, who hates his mama to this day, said when he was selling those drugs because his mama kept trying to get more money from him. Mm. While he was in prison? No, he was working at the prison. Oh, the, okay. I but he was, bringing, he was bringing drugs into the prison because his mama, sorry, dick-sucking ass, was always trying to get more and more money. Because I guess the police wasn't cashing in like it was. So he couldn't just tell his mama no? No, because he, he loves his mom. Oh, okay. It well, that, that's another show. Hey, uh, listen, it ain't hard for me. It's another listen, episode listen, because right. I, this is I a major say, stickler for me. I didn't me. want to say. Men and want, their mamas. I didn't want, that, that's what I and I'm going to talk about it as a mother of sons. And, and, and that's why I didn't want to tell you because you're a mother of sons. Uh-huh. It is hard uh-huh. for a son to say no uh-huh. to his mother. We're going to talk about that on a different episode. No, especially when he got a real good mom. Uh huh. Well, if, good, if you're a real mama. good mama, you ain't gonna be asking your child to wait, do some no, illegal no. shit. Wait, 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 wait. That was not the case with this mama. You different, honey. I mean, this is not the case. But you different. And I'm gonna tell you. No, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about my family. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got you. Was when when I was hey, younger, we were probably mama. in high school, and my best friend's sister was dating a dope boy, and he let us would let her drive his car. Of course. Oh, hey, right. And so, you know, because we used to go to Georgia, um, not Georgia, what's the park, what's the um, park. park over there by um, J.O.? What's the park? 
Driving that car that or is. in that car again because it's people that want to hurt that this person. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you in that car, they ain't gonna know if it's you in there or if he in there. Mm -hmm. So you yeah. stay your asses out of that right. car, and we never did get back I in there because you know we young, we flexing, we you know. Yeah. But he was just like hell no, nah. don't y'all get back in that car no more. And that was a fact. We well, did. I hope they find cocaine. I hope they do. I hope her parents don't have anything to do with it. But if they do, that man's need to I get whatever funds they're coming. I find it very hard to believe I that they too. don't. That they won't. Before we move on, what's up? The um, Dollar General. I don't know what city or state it was in. Did y'all see the video of the the boy? The boy that um, was trying to rob Dollar General and had the little mask on, and the um, employer shot the shit out of him mm -mm. and killed him, and then the family was on there. I mean, yeah, he was trying to rob the um, oh, thing, but they ain't have to times. shoot him to death. Oh, okay. Well, like, don't you? That happens all the time. I remember about ten years ago, there was a boy dropped, broke in this woman's house in Florida, broke in her house, and she shot him and killed him. His family owned the dude, but she didn't have to kill him. Oh, yeah. you know what? Fuck I me. I, that one I hated that one because that's when the cousin was like, right. uh, he uh, he had to pay for his books and stuff. He had to pay for his books and stuff. Let me tell you, get a goddamn job. I'm gonna shoot your ass. When I hear stories on the news, I often think to myself, I should probably give more of a fuck about this, but I don't. And I'm just going to tell you, when I hear about people being harmed in the commission of a crime, my fuck level goes down a lot. And like, to wrong. damn near zero. So whatever happens in the commission of this goddamn crime, That's if you, you out here robbing somebody, you breaking in somebody's house, you, you doing whatever you're doing... That is an offense to someone else. I ain't talking about selling drugs out your car. I'm talking about when you are actively when putting someone else in harm's way and some shit happens to you. <laughs> I be you. like, oh, I, I watch crime stories all the time. And I see all these little girls and they come up missing and they get them found dead. <laughs> and always, always the backstory is the mama and the daughter had a tumultuous relationship, but she wouldn't listen, and she <laughs> ran away, and she this and that, and every fucking time I'd be looking at the TV, I wish y'all could see me, because I'd be like, she didn't see your motherfucking mama. <laughs> I mean, every goddamn time I'd be like, the ass was so fucking damn smart, shit wouldn't happen to you, because that's what my auntie used to tell me when I was growing up, you listen. If shit happened to you, it didn't happen to you when you don't listen. A hard head make a soft eye. So I well, just be like, grandma, oh. My grandma would say, uh-uh, oh, oh, too late. I mean, oh. <laughs> We're going on break. We'll be back. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Do you have an active sex life? PrEP is a once-a-day pill that prevents HIV and is now available at the Live Well PrEP Clinic on the south side at the hub. PrEP is safe for men and women who have active sex lives and want to decrease their chances of contracting HIV. For more information about PrEP and the Live Well PrEP Clinic, call 205-324-9822 or go to www.gcbham.com or click on appointments. Or if you just need to get tested, call us. Like this for the rest of the night. I bet you be cool. <laughs> <laughs> right, there, you, there you go. Y'all just don't, don't break my mama break front. Y'all remember that from Kool Aid? Uh uh, was this in the test? She tried to pop in my mouth with the microphone. I'm just holding on. I'm just holding on. Yeah. I'm just holding on. Holding on. I won't let go my face. Go my face. Like, 
See, unprotected sex ain't really the problem. Right. <laughs> uh, it's to have uneducated. Uneducated, unprotected sex. But they always say, if you can't be good, be good yeah. at it. So, <laughs> so what? What are your What are your thoughts on that? Cedric? I mean, Cedric. Damn, who is Cedric? Cedric. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody. What the hell you got in your car? Something. <laughs> you said we were going to take it somewhere else. Come on. So, mm-hmm. I guess to that, my response to that would be, we going to most of the time do what feels good to us right. and not really what's good for us. Okay. okay. And with that, we all know, well, I ain't going to say we all know, but most of us know that, you know, you get a little extra something when, a little extra feeling when there's no condom there, either one way or the other. True. Mm -hmm. And most people aren't going to explore with different condoms to see, you know, which one is going to feel the best. Mm -hmm. So, we still having children out of wedlock. We still got to go down to the clinic to get Mm. stuff done. Mm. So why in 2019 would you still not believe that people are having condomless sex? I don't like to call it unprotected sex because you might, you know, feel like you're Call it what you is. You're going in wrong. (laughs) 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 Going in hot and wrong. My whole thing is this. I think people should enjoy their bodies. I think you should do whatever feels good to you. But you also should be prepared for the consequences of those actions. And that's the problem that I have. So, like, yesterday at the church, we had a conversation because one of my friends was talking about how, you know, people go around here giving folks HIV and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, how are they giving people HIV? I hate when people say that. Like cupcakes? (laughs) Like giving them out like cupcakes. Now, let me tell you what she said. She said, you know, well, they know they got it, and then they go around here having sex with people. I said, wait, 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 pump your brakes. I said, I can have HIV. I have HIV. And I can have HIV and not take my medicine and be damn infectious other motherfuckers. But you know what? If we decide to have sex, you can make me put on a condom and you are fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like all, even all these biomedical interventions like PrEP and stuff like that, that's just extra. Mm-hmm. But literally, condoms work against HIV. Just like they work against babies right. and, and cupcakes. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> but my whole thing is... Don't sit around telling somebody is going around trying giving something. Right, unless yeah. they literally rape you. And I was just about to say, like, like a, you're not an active participant. Right, in you're whatever. an active participant. Now, the only way I'm going to push back against Tony on that one, and you know, I ain't, I'm with you all the way on that one. The only way, and this gonna um, hit somebody on the toe. It's gonna step on your toe. You are the one that's passing it around. If you ain't got tested and don't know you got it. That's not a pushback. You are you are one of those ones that's out here passing it around. But you can't say that they're intentionally passing. I can't say that you're right. intentionally right. doing it. Right. But that's what you're doing. Right. Because you don't know. Same thing for STIs and that kind of stuff too. Like if you ain't got tested, you can't tell me you good. I, I think Tony, you said that the other day to somebody. If you ain't got tested, you can't tell. Oh me no, no, no! That you look at my Facebook post the other day. Oh, it's something. So, so like, so the other day while we were there, um, we had asked some guy if he if he wanted to get a test. He's like, I don't need to get nothing. Oh, I know who it was. My friend Robin. My friend Robin got this uncle. I can't think of his name, but he about ninety years old. But he had some nice arms. Like he was an old ass man with some nice arms. And a nice little chest too for it to be like ninety years old. He probably still work out in the yard. He probably I, this up top up top was okay. Some I ain't sure that, muscular all that long. Yeah, I ain't he, sure there was no fire down there. there. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't sure no well, fire down there. They got this Viagra. That chimney that was popping. But, but Pop said, "I don't need no HIV test." I said, "The only reason you don't need an HIV test if you know you already got it, or you're not having sex." Or you had two <laughs> tests to confirm that you're not having right, sex. Right, there you go. Those are the only times that you need that you t- you can say that mm-hmm. you don't need an HIV test because right. you're sexually active. Everybody who's sexually active needs to have HIV test, whether you're married or not. Right. Whether you're in a in a pseudo monogamous serial monogamous sure. relationship, you need to have a fucking test. Probably more so than everybody. Else. Right, and people sit around here like that's such a bad thing. Like, if we dated and I said, hey, you want to go have this HIV test? 
The minute your motherfucking ass get offended with that question, it's time for us to find something. Like if you suggested your partner that y'all go and get tested together, mm-hmm. and they got an attitude about it, mm-hmm. you need another partner. Some may. I right. just think it's so simple now to where I don't understand excuses about it. Some may you know? right. Like, yeah. Like, if you can't go and get that, or if you are a family and you can't go and get you and your wife can't go and take your daughter, and your son to get tested. Yeah. Because you ain't sure what it's gonna. Yeah, y'all got some issues going on. If y'all have a minute, stigma is just. It is. If y'all have a minute, I I did. Uh, there's one of the girls videotaped the like the HIV one on one that I did down there. It's about thirty minutes long, but don't watch the whole thing. But there <laughs> oh, was no. so this is the first time I did an HIV one on one in which there were little kids in the room. Mm-hmm. So like like from, from ten on down. And, like, what I loved about it, the questions that those babies mm-hmm. were asking. Mm-hmm. Like, That's what the, I love. The first question, I was like, well, well, who knows what HIV stands for? And one little boy, he was about seven. He wasn't sure. But his brother said, human immunodeficiency virus. I'm like, yeah. Because they're getting information at a different level. But also, his mom is on top of shit, too. His mm-hmm. mom is really on top of shit. I was so proud of her. But then I was like, well... Who knows the number one way that you contract HIV? And both the ten, a ten year old boy and a ten year old girl raised their hand, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for a ten year old answer on this. Well, they, they might have been in my class. I said, I said, okay, I'm gonna let both of y'all answer on three. One, two, three. I'm addicted to sex. I'm like, yes, that's the start. And then I explained to them about people who don't know this. And their parents, the other parents ain't know nothing. I'm like, I know 40-year-olds who don't know this. No, no. I know 40-year-olds, but they were asking some of the best Mm -hmm. questions. Like, I even told my own story. When you found out you had HIV, were you afraid you were going to die? Like, they were asking all these questions, and I loved it. But Our kids are just on a different level now. Like, they're just... They, they understand be. better. They, can. they, they can have be. access to more information in a lot of cases. They can go out there and find it. They don't have to have somebody to show And when their parents don't hold them back. Mm-hmm. I find there are parents right. that are holding their kids back because do, they're yeah. uncomfortable. Because they're not ready. Yeah, and I they're think not it's ready. very unfair to do that. Yeah, they're not ready um, for where their kid yeah. is going. Yeah. And so they're like, uh-uh, you ain't ready for that. No. Or, <laughs> or we'll just say, I'm not ready to talk to them about that. Oh, yeah. And it's like, Oh, and okay. they're gonna get mad. So if they're look at the, this, look at the guilty raising the I head. I talk here. to your children about sex all the time. Don't ask me to talk to my Reese about sex. I do not want to talk to him about it. That's my job. That's your job. Well, somebody is. But you know I what I mean? Not just to shut the information channel yeah. down, right? Because right. you're not ready to right. talk about it. Like even with my nieces and nephews, their parents are open and honest with them. Mm-hmm. But when they have extra questions and want to go they send them to me yeah and that's fine as long as they know that somebody can answer the question and give them good information but i just don't agree with shutting down and i think it is a cop-out for a lot of parents to say my child is not old enough for that or my child is not ready for that conversation because 99.9 percent of the time they're having the conversation but it bothers me when parents find out that their kids want to get an hiv test or something they don't need that hey if they ask for it yeah. What yeah. do you mean? They don't need and it. The other <laughs> My kids didn't need it, but we did it go so ahead. they can have that experience. So go, ahead, go back and talk to their friends let about it. Let me normalize it. Right. right. That's, that know, was exactly. We, we tested two 10-year-olds Saturday, mm-hmm. you know, because they wanted to get tested. Right. And I want them to get tested because I want them to think this yeah. is a normal part of life, like fucking brushing your damn And you get used to doing that's it right. so that when you get older, it's not foreign to you. It's not weird to you. You can just. That's why I suggest so many parents get tested with their kids. And mind you, we did this in a gym full of people. So, you know, it was an added level of pressure. Yeah. But I just try to talk them through it. Like, you know, it's not, you know, like just try to make it like mm-hmm. it's just really not a big deal. Not just a... go ahead and, you know, see just so you can see what it's like. And then after they was like, oh, that was. Uh, like that's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that was. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, okay. but, 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 but people are having unprotected sex in 2019. Like they were having unprotected sex in 1967 when I was born. And I just don't think that. Telling people to have protected sex is the answer. Like, it hasn't been the answer to these children that are born out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, children who are born to parents who are not ready to be parents. Because right. I don't like even having that wedlock thing on no, no more. Because you don't really need no husband to get no goddamn baby. Because the bitches 
leave anyway. Well, I was just going to say, in order to take <laughs> but care when of you, but when you, too many out here right. married and living a single life. Right. But if you, single if you, I feel like if you can afford a child, then that's okay for you to have one. Right. Well, I'm tired of all these people who can't afford these children to have them. That's, and that sounds kind of like Republican a little bit. But no, it's just. God damn it. Like, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big deal. And a, affording a child is more than money, though. It's yeah. money, it's time, time it's investment. Emotional preparedness. Right. If, like, if you're not ready for that, you don't need to that child. Yeah, like. And boys more expensive than girls. Ask me. Ask my ass. You don't know about Shit. that? Their ask anybody, sizes, ask anybody with a boy and a girl. The people fit. think initially mm-hmm. that girls are more expensive, but then you find out you can find a month worth of girl clothes, clothes yeah, for twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't yeah. get a boy pair of drawers for twenty. Right. <laughs> Baby, I just bought school shoes and I bought size thirteens, and I could have found it. Uh huh. And I'm that like, well, how do we skip over a whole size of uh-huh. a shoe? See, that's what uh, How did this happen? And you can do your baby hair, but guess what? You got to take him to the barber shop. $50. <laughs> 50 Okay, $50. Uh-huh. And but it's all, twice a month. Oh, y'all be like, I want a boy. I want a yeah, boy. They no, cheap. You don't. No, you don't. And they will eat you out of house and home. <laughs> Ask me about Okay? So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, so, so like, I, again, like, I just thought that, I thought that was an interesting question. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I'm protected sex. Like, that's the problem. And it's not the problem. Because I, people don't think about that. They don't, they think about what the biggest thing they can see or what the biggest thing I can put, you know, put it on. And they're not going beyond a condom. Right. Because, again, you don't always, he doesn't always have to have a condom on. We have internal condoms. Yeah, they were called true, female condoms, but they we call they call them internal condoms now because men men could always use them. You take the little ring out, but and I know a lot of one, people that don't because they have the shot. That, and that's they, all they feel that's, like they're using them for. If I'm to keep, keep protect it, against pregnancy, if I ain't getting pregnant, and I'm like, good. That's all. Oh, this, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I know a lot of people. If I get pregnant, I'm good. So yeah. you know, it's if and anything else I can cure. They're not oh. thinking about the HIV part. Right. They're not thinking about those other things. The biggest thing on their mind is, I don't want to have no baby because I got to take care of that baby for the rest yeah. of my life. Baby, wait, girl. Wait, wait. Look, at least that baby grow up, the HIV going to sit with you till you go. <laughs> well, guess what? The HIV, I'm, I, can, I can get that pill. I ain't got to get no hair done. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a toss-up, right? <laughs> right. right. Shit, I'm <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just it out there. You know, I'm just saying, hey, get you a shot in, get you some prep, man. Do them all. Get them both. But guess what? They get to the point where you can get prep in the shot. It's being tested right now. Oh, really? Uh huh. You no, can act. Uh, long lasting Uh huh. You can, yeah. like, every three, four months, just like you go and get a depot shot or whatever your wow. shot, you go and get your prep shot. You know what we talked about? Why Carlos I get with, like, 20 votes? No, he got more than 20 votes. He got more votes than the tiny man Yes. Did you sure? ask your neighbor, did he vote? Oh, I guess I look at <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. I mean, you know. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Sandcraft. <laughs> <laughs> he said, let's go. I'm not even going to ask y'all this guy's name. Let's go. Let's go.